0: The following is the second in a two-part interview, recorded at Downers Grove Public Library in November 2019. John and Robin Voiles of Celebrate Libraries continue the conversation with Public Relations Manager Cindy Catree and Library Director Julie Milovec. This is a New Ways to Dream production. The current building, 60,000 plus square feet?
1: About 67,000, 67,
0: yes. 67,000 and... The building was renovated in 2014. Some recent work happened, but it was uh, the core of the building is from 1999?
1: Actually, there are two parts to the building. The original piece was built in 1977. It was a Approximately doubled in size in 1999. Okay. Then 2014, they did a fairly extensive interior renovation, and then in 2018, we did a project that was all the things that got cut from the 2014 renovation due to
0: mm-hmm. cost. Sure. And the areas in the 2014 that was principally uh, sort of the teen area or the for children, youth, or actually the entire second
1: floor was. Shifted for want of a better word. Um, Prior to 2014, all of the stacks were on the exterior (laughs) walls of the building, along the exterior walls. And what they did is they moved them in and created seating along the exterior walls and created study rooms. In addition to carving out an actual teen area, which they needed a larger one, um, changing the computer the public computing area and adding a computer help desk um, and just some really major changes to the the physical layout especially of the second floor so the response was um, people kept asking when they put in the windows they didn't put in any (laughs) windows they moved the books away from
0: them they were always here so Uh, that's so funny Uh, what's your staff size here
1: uh we have our headcount is over a hundred. Uh, as far as full time equivalents we mm-hmm. run at
0: about sixty three. And it sounds like there are volunteering opportunities for people and yes. you have a friends group and yes, activities. We
1: We have a friends group um, that is very active, and then we just completed their book sale, which is their biggest fundraiser of the Mm -hmm. year, so yay, friends. And then Mm -hmm. um, our foundation, of course, is uh, very active as well, um, and the foundation has an ongoing fundraiser of the Garden Walk Brick Program. So if you walk around the exterior of the building and you see those engraved bricks um, uh, along the Garden Walk, that is our fundraising opportunity from the foundation.
0: And that's ongoing? Ongoing. I wanted to sort of talk about maybe a master plan. You had talked about that earlier and uh, provide an opportunity now if you want to talk about what's, what's next. I'm also interested in knowing how does the library um, measure successes of the current plan? I think your 2017 to 2020 plan, how, are you, how do you measure success, uh, including maybe feedback from the community? um if you have anything to add about that maybe this would be a good point and then uh if you want to talk about rails and uh, the swan library services you did talk about earlier about i think catalogs and re- relationships between libraries but if there's anything else you want to add to that and then i'll kind of close it and if you want to talk about i know you're doing all this you have no time at all to read but if there there's any uh, literature that you like to read um <laughs> You know, uh, provide that opportunity and then record a closing. Okay,
2: sure. All right, I'll let you take the meat of this, Julie.
1: <laughs> well, um, our strategic plan. Uh, there are there are just so many things that have evolved out of this. Um, every all sorts of new initiatives. The um, beefing up our partnerships and the community engagement portion of the strategic plan has had very visible. Visible results in things like the volunteer fair, Mm -hmm. in starting the organization of the month, in um, beefing up these partnerships that we have and learning who these service organizations are, how we can help them and how they they can help us. Perfect example is the cupboard. We, the West suburban community pantry is located in an area that's a little harder to get to if you don't have a vehicle. Um, We have quite a few homeless folks who spend a lot of time in the library because we are conveniently located to those three shelters in Downers Grove. So three Mm -hmm. nights a week. Um, We had an unused cabinet in our lobby area. West Suburban Community Pantry now donates items for us to stock in that pantry so that people have access to food and other Mm -hmm. necessities on a daily basis here in the library. And we also keep information about different kinds of social services depending on what people are looking for. So Mm -hmm. there's... there's. um,
2: there's transportation, mental health, um, housing, jobs and employment, and um, and food. Yeah. Okay. And so they're like service finders that people right. can take with them. And it has contact information and location
1: information. And that is one of the things in our strategic plan is to build those community partnerships. Mm -hmm. Well, there is a perfect example of a community partnership. Before our strategic plan, we would just do a food drive every now and then. Mm -hmm. Now we actively have a partnership with West Suburban Community Pantry. So um, we've had such wonderful work with that. Um, Another great example is getting it. Connected to our senior populations mm-hmm. more, um, okay. our foundation again uh, did a wonderful donation for us to start a what we call satellite stacks, which is a rotating deposit collection mm-hmm. at each of our senior service uh, facilities yes. in town. So there are, uh, I think, n- like s- six or s- no, it's seven because seven. we added the other tower. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have yeah the seven mini collections, which yes. is oh, great.
1: Wow. And uh, and art and culture, as you can see, mm-hmm. um, is so much a part of what mm-hmm. we do. So those partnerships with um, with or other organizations yeah. like the Park District to be able to put on Hamilton's in yes. the official Park mm-hmm. um, Bandshell with. Um, Republic Bank came out and just did a traveling exhibition for us for the 50th anniversary of Woodstock. Woodstock. (laughs) And we're about to do another traveling exhibition Mm -hmm. about um, veterans for Veterans Day. So just all of these wonderful opportunities that Mm -hmm. we've had because we've built on all of those strategic plan initiatives to connect more with our community and really engage. Your community is absolutely beautiful the time of year that we are here. Mm-hmm. It, is, I, it is beautiful.
2: And if there was a way that you'd want to describe visually, I wish I could somehow
1: describe the feeling we had coming in this morning. When you walk into downtown Downers Grove, you get that hometown feeling in a commuter suburb because you mm-hmm. can see... All of the, the commuter, the, the suburban aspects of the, the community, the train station is literally right there in the middle mm-hmm. of downtown. There are commuter parking lots all over the place, but it also means that it is a bustling and mm-hmm. vibrant kind of hometown atmosphere. You know, there's Pete's Coffee Shop on the corner and Starbucks on the opposite corner. Yeah. There there are a, a plethora of restaurants. The library yeah. is located right here. We are also very lucky. The Village and the Park District both have strong presences in the downtown. Fishel Park, where the Bandshell yes. is, is less than a block from the library. Mm-hmm. They also have um, Lincoln Center, which is just up at the top of the hill at the edge of downtown. So there are so many wonderful things just packed into this community and it really does make the downtown that vibrant heart of the community.
2: I believe the Downers Grove um, like I guess their tagline is actually like come home to Downers Grove okay. and I, I always have loved that because I think it really expresses like that feeling of like you know even if you're not from Downers Grove you drive in and you feel kind of the warmth of the area even though it is like a it is a larger town like we have what just under 50,000 people here in in Downers Grove but um, it doesn't feel like that. You know, you come in and it feels like it's a smaller group where everyone's really friendly and, um, you know, there's still mom-and-pop places, even though we still have the luxuries of, like, the Starbucks on the corner. We still have, like, our Busy Bee Bakery hmm. that has been here for
1: so long and is famous for their cakes and, you know, yeah. it's great. It's an easy train ride to and from the city, which is... Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons I think it's such a popular yeah. place for people to live and raise their families because you have that easy access into one of into Chicago, one of the be- yeah. best cities in the world,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, there's a strong sense of community here in Downers.
0: You're about twenty five miles from Lake Michigan, about or downtown? Mm-hmm. Would you say? I believe so. Do you, is there anything you want to talk about your relationship with uh, Rails or the Swan Library Services or anything? Is there anything to add um, about that?
1: Well, libraries in Illinois have such a strong history of resource sharing, and it is fantastic to be a member of such a robust organization as uh, the Swan Group. Um, We now have 97 public libraries in Chicagoland that participate in the Swan Catalog, and that is such a great Um, service to be able to offer to our patrons because here particularly in these closer in suburbs, we're talking about libraries that are literally a 10-minute drive from one another. And you can see everyone's holdings in one place. So very often if you needs if our customer needs something right away, they don't necessarily have to put a hold and wait for it to come through delivery. They can run over to the library next mm-hmm. door and pick it up. Mm-hmm. And, and because we have such a wonderful um, resource-sharing background here in Illinois, your Illinois public library card from just about anywhere in the state can be used just about anywhere else in the state. So you can go on in and just check that book out on your library card, and away you go. Mm-hmm. Or... We have the wonderful service um, through reaching across Illinois Library System, which is our regional library system, um, and our delivery hub for the Illinois delivery system that takes uh, books from library to library. So you can pick it up here, and it might come from Addison yeah. or Geneva, and. It'll come like here, champagne or, or something. Yep, and it'll show up in a couple of days, and you pick it up off the whole shelf, and you can bring it right back here.
0: Great.
2: Just another way we're breaking down, like, the barrier to service.
0: Yes, yes. In Illinois. Yes. So before we uh, record a closing, would you like to talk about books that you like to read or have time to read when you do have time in your busy schedules? <laughs> do you want to offer anything?
2: Let me think of a good one. Um,
0: something you've read recently that you enjoyed?
2: I don't know how to pronounce this author's name, but I recently read um, Children of Blood and Bone. Um, oh, yeah. Her name is, I think, Tomi er- Arendelle or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually a YA novel, um, but it is it is really excellent. It's, um, it's a fictional world where... Um, it, but it's based on a lot of African culture oh. and it it's so great because it's a lot of like strong female protagonists and a lot of representation um, of like a culture group that is not frequently represented in um, books that I feel are widely available mm-hmm. or in YA books in general. And so I just, I really loved the story. It's um, a sci-fi fantasy book. Mm-hmm. And so it it really takes you into this
1: amazing world and Thank you. I love it. Thank you. And it was also excellent on audio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am an avid audiobook reader. Um, I love to have yeah. my earbuds in when I'm walking the dog or gardening or anything like that. So I am usually have uh, a no music on my phone. I have all audiobooks, which my kids think is just absolutely terrifying. <laughs> okay. uh, but I, most recently I had been on a kick of... humorists, humorous uh, humorous biographies, and so that was fun. Everything from uh, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally's Greatest Love Story Ever Told to Tiffany Haddish's uh, Last Black Unicorn, Mm. Um, and then after that, I had actually done The Children of Blood and Bone. That one was excellent Mm -hmm. as well, Um, and now I am back to a new series for me, mm-hmm. it's actually an old series. Um, it went back to the uh, fantasy genre, and I'm listening to the Dresden Files oh, um, oh, yeah. from the very beginning. I don't even remember the name of the first one because I bought like the first four in taking like this out. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> great. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thanks so much. Thank you. This is John and Robin Boyles of Celebrate Libraries, and you are listening to the New Ways to Dream podcast. Today we have been speaking with Cindy Katri and Julie Milovec of Downers Grove Public Library. Cindy is the public relations manager and Julie is the director of the library. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today.
2: Thank you so much for having us.
0: This is John Voiles. At this point, we concluded the interview and continued talking about the library it was soon obvious that Robin and I had more questions, so Cindy and Julie graciously agreed to answer them, and the interview continued for a short time longer.
2: Do you have... Um, I recently just picked up Carolyn Kennedy's children's
1: book for poetic, dedicated to her mother. Yes. And do you do poetry sessions or anything? We with? actually have a very robust poetry section, Um which you just reminded me of a book I read recently that I did really enjoy. Um, it's called uh, "In This One the Princess Saves Herself," and now I cannot remember the author, but it was excellent. Um, we do have an a, an extensive poetry collection. Um, I don't know that we've done any programming. Um, around Poetry Usually recently. I
2: think around Poetry Week we do, yeah. um, but we also have a periodical that is um, all poetry, like very current, so that's really yeah. cool to read. And just one of the quick question, your genealogy, do you have a genealogy department? We have a genealogy club, and we have a lot of genealogy um, references and resources, so we have a lot of databases that help in your genealogy search, And we have um, a team of I think three of our librarians who come together for the genealogy club to help bring um, genealogists from outside and also help with a search in here in the library. Um, And then there's one other thing I was going to say about genealogy.
1: They do a regular open genealogy yeah. lab where people can drop mm-hmm. in at the computer lab and one of the the like, genealogy yeah. specialty librarians will be there to help you with whatever you're stuck on. Yep. Do you have a history center in Downer's Grove or? There is actually a Downer's Grove Historical Museum. Oh, okay. Um, in addition to an active historical society and then an active home preservation group that is separate Mm -hmm. from the (laughs) historical society called the Friends of Edward House. Um, So there is a really strong push um, for historic preservation and for landmarking homes, Mm -hmm. um, as well as preserving our history um, with the, the Downers Grove Historical Museum. That's operated by the park district, by the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we do have a local history section here um, on our second floor, which has a, we have a whole area with like historic photographs and stuff, because the historic sos- uh, historical society, I believe, don't have their own like physical space, so we hold some of their items. Uh, okay, one other quick question. Mm-hmm. Any local writers? Um... We actually um, have a new collection here that is all local authors, um, and so we are currently accepting um, submissions of work as well. So if any local authors are interested in submitting their work, they can do so.
1: And we do have a number of writers' groups who meet mm-hmm. here in the library on a regular basis.
0: So this is um, this is run on long, but thank you so much for all the oh, great information you. and, well, thank, and you thank you for you. taking the time to do this.
2: We're very so. excited about it, and thank you for giving us the platform to speak.
1: You're us. welcome. You're welcome. We're well, so glad you're here. Thank you.